nine ways to destroy your career. So this is not what you should do. This is what you do not do. Be very, very clear. Hey, Shane, there's another great agent, another one of the great real estate agents from the gym. What about him? 200 sales. Correct. 200. Guys and girls, let's get on with the show. So number one, number one, in fact, let's get rid of this banner. Let's hide this banner. Guys and girls, the number one, number one way to destroy your career is run off with the receptionist. Correct. And I don't literally mean just the receptionist. I mean, you run off with that young girl or guy. You know what it's like. There you were, you know, a middle-aged real estate guy and all of a sudden cracking a bit of money and, you know, getting a little bit more confidence and dressing nicer and had a bit of a, you know, life upgrade, car upgrade, confidence upgrade. And the next thing you know is, hey, she might be younger, but you know what? I've still got it. So let me tell you, that's the first thing that'll take you down. Yes, jumping in and going for the wrong person, my friend. So, and don't get me wrong. Like anyone, we have attraction. You see someone that's attractive and you have chemistry running through your body. But you've got to learn what's a break and what's an accelerator. Attraction's the accelerator. Boom. But put the damn brakes on. Because I've got to tell you, if you don't learn how to use brakes in life, you're going to be in for a lot of trouble, my friends. And I've got to tell you, divorces are expensive Divorces are a turmoil, and all I've got to say, my friends, is this. Learn to use the damn brakes, okay? That's number one, right? So, what's the cure to it? Well, I've got to tell you. Putting the brakes on becomes a muscle after a while. You learn how to do it. Or set yourself up, set yourself up. So you don't actually fail. Set yourself up. Don't put yourself in a situation where you've got all these glamours around you and you're intoxicated. Oh, what about the guy that says, yeah, but you know, what do you do when you're not even out and about? It's in your office, your receptionist. I don't know. Go hire an 85-year-old old lady that's 300 kilos that doesn't wear makeup and wears flat heels. Maybe that's your answer. I don't know the answer to every question, my friends. But let me tell you, let me tell you, number one, please understand this. Mark Saleh, 50% of my business comes from this. Of course, real estate agents love it, don't they? They like divorce. They like debts. They like deaths. Guys and girls, number one, running off with a secretary because you've got a new sense of confidence. That'll destroy you. Let's move on to number two. Let's move on to number two. The second reason how people screw their businesses up in real estate, mortgage broking, any business, is they start to believe it's all them. Haven't you worked out? It's been a great time in real estate. 
There's been listings, there's been sales. Yes, there's been lockdowns, but I've got to tell you, you look at your own figures. Many of you are surprised you've done that well over the last 12 months. I've seen the numbers. I look at my clients. They contact me. They tell me. They show me their figures. we got people that are writing now three and four million GCI and agents in Melbourne during periods where they lost four or five months. But listen to me very carefully. One of the reasons why people destroy their real estate careers, they start believing their own lives, that it was them. Do you realize often it's the market? So a better, a better KPI to use is not the commissions that came in, but what was the market share that you had versus the year before? What market share did you have now and what market share did you have then? Because if the pie got bigger, and everyone won, you've got to be very careful. And I'll tell you why. Because when the market goes up and you start believing your own crap, you stop doing the things that made you successful a few years back. You stop having good set-to-sell meetings because you know everything's been selling. You stop going and having a good quality pre-list and asking questions before you get the listing appointment or sending out a good digital listing presentation or a pre-list kit. Or you stop having good vendor servicing. You don't have good vendor management. You don't ring your vendors every couple of days. You're not getting offers to educate your vendors. You're not sending reports. You start becoming complacent. Listen to me. Nothing breeds failure like success. By the way, you know what I'd love to know? Who is? Who is? Do you reckon the toughest real estate agent in Australia? Please put it in the chat box. I want to find out who do you think is the strongest? I was having a debate with someone offline before, you know. Maybe it's because I was watching I was watching Australian Ninja Warrior. And I've got to tell you, I love seeing a guy just I just saw on the show. I think his name was Chris from Perth. His brother and his father died when he was young. I think from suicide because he said that they both had mental health issues. And I'm watching that 41-year-old up there and the guy is ripped and his wife and his two kids there are watching it. It was so good. It was so good. Mark Sully says, Matty Steinway, Matty Steinway, the man, the man from, um, mate, Matt Steinway, apparently Australia's most wanted. He was on there. He was on there. Guys and girls. Let's move on. Sorry, before I move on, let me tell you, it's not the market. If if you think it's you and it's the market, ask yourself a few things. Have you stopped doing the basics that you were doing, right? Buyer servicing, vendor management, set to sell meetings, right? Think about that. And in this market, you need set to sell meetings. Let's move on to number three. Number three thing that's going to destroy your business. Let's put that banner back on there. Let's put that banner back on there. What's going to destroy your business is this. Number three, you start acting like a big shot. Correct. You start acting like a big shot. What do you start doing? You start, you do an upgrade on your clothes. You do an upgrade on your car. 
you do this big upgrade in every area of your life, right? And you start hanging out with other big shots, being a big shot. Well, I'm letting you know, that's the fastest way to actually destroy your career. Because instead of you trying to get rich, you're walking around acting rich. Instead of you out there putting deals together, you're walking in and out of Maserati and Ferrari dealers looking for cars. I've got to say to you, that's the third thing that's going to take you down when you start acting like a big shot, right? Let's keep moving on. Number four, the fourth thing that's going to destroy your real estate career is when you work for a moron, correct? When you work for a moron. You see, when you work for a moron, you see, listen, you can't get rich working for a poor boss. And you can't get respect when you're working for a boss who's got no respect. And you can't actually be a winner when you work for a loser. And you're not going to feel empowered, pumped and excited when you come into the office and the guy actually just destroys you. And guess what? If they don't know how to do real estate, you're not going to learn much. And that's something you want. That's something you want out of your principal. You want them to show you the way. You want them to be your mentor. And I've got to say to you, my friends, have someone that knows what they're doing and that cares about you. You need that. Number four. So the office that you work for matters. Number five, number five, the fifth reason that will destroy your career is when, is when you open up an office for the wrong reasons, okay? When you open up an office for the wrong reasons, and what I mean the wrong reasons, don't get me wrong, I believe that agency ownership and business ownership is a great way of life. It's an entrepreneur's way of life. You've got no limit on your dreams. You essentially control your destiny. You've made a decision that you're prepared to take a little bit of risk, but you're thinking big. And I like people that think big. You've always got to think bigger than your past because that's the only way you're going to have a future bigger than your past. But when you open up an office, and the reason why you open up an office is you just want to go off to your family and your friends and go off to the bars to tell people, hey, I'm a director. They're not the right reasons. Another reason is if you think that you're being ripped off as a salesperson and you want to open up an office because, hey, I'm on 60%. I'll start working and I'll get another 40% there. Well, I've got to tell you, that's another stupid reason because all you've got to do is pull out some accounting software and have a look at the monthly overheads in running a business, and then you begin to realize, hey, the 40% that the principal's keeping is going somewhere. It's not just going into their pocket. It actually pays for a lot of stuff that I probably didn't know about before I opened up an office. But here are the reasons why you do want to open up an office. Why? Because you want to build something special. Why? Because you want to actually grow other people. And yes, you are going to clip the ticket. And that is part of being a business owner, that you're actually leveraging and scaling 
the services that you provide through other people. That is business, isn't it? Right? But you're also opening up a business because you believe that you're going to do things differently and you're going to create something special in that community. And you're also going to do it because you want to be proud of what you build there and you want to actually leave some sort of legacy, right? And because you do want to plan the escape at some point and not have to sit at a listing presentation at 7.30, 8 o'clock every night. These are the reasons to open up a business. But when you're simply opening up a business because you think I'm going to set up an office and I'm going to sit in a nice black chair because I'm the boss now, that's how you destroy your career. Let's move on to number six. Number six. This is the next reason. This is the next reason why people destroy their career in business. And that is this. That they stop chasing, that they become an attraction agent and they just say, I'm attraction now. It all just comes in. I no longer have to call anyone. Well, let me tell you, that's the first step to a spiral of misery. Listen, attraction matters so much. But when your business model becomes totally dependent on calls coming in, and that you cease making calls out, you then give the opportunity to a younger girl or guy who's in your marketplace that chases, that does the stuff that you used to do, and they will climb up and make up that margin. So you know what the best of the best do? They have attraction and they have chase. They have both wheels going on at the same time. That's what the best do. And I'm telling you, Nothing breeds failure like success. When you're most successful and you become an attraction agent, you also become vulnerable because then you think to yourself, my business will not require me to do any outbound reaching work. Let's keep going on. Guys and girls, let me tell you, hey, Lisa, hi to everyone. Hi to everyone watching on YouTube, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Hi to everyone. Please do me a favor, share the rant, press that button and share the rant. Guess what we love? Share, like, comments. That's what we love, guys and girls. Good to see you all. Now, let's move on to number seven. Number seven, right? The seventh reason why people screw their career is they stop setting a new target. It's a big one. It's one that I became a victim of. It's one where I've learnt I need to have reasons to get out of bed every day. You see, when I was young, I had those reasons automatically. I was broke. I needed the money. But as time goes by and money's not the main thing, You know what happens? Then all of a sudden you need reasons, you need targets, you need goals. And guess what? You don't have to get the goals. In fact, let me tell you, getting the goals can be a big disappointment. Haven't you ever, like a goal, what's a goal? Think about a goal. It's the end. It's the end, right? Think about it. A book, you know, you read a book. You're reading a book, you're engrossed in the book, you get to the end and you think, that's it. That's the anticlimax. 
You're watching a movie. You've been engrossed in the movie and it comes to an end. That's it. Your life. Think about it. It's happening and then you die. That's it. It's not the end. It's not the goal. It's the aim that you're moving towards and the enjoyment and the meaning that that path is getting you to. Do you understand that concept? That's why people always say, yes, the journey is better than the destination. The destination can be very disappointing. And I've got to say to you, please understand it'll destroy your life if you're not setting little targets to aim for, to get you out of bed. Because there's a lot of pain in our business. There's a lot of obstacles. And we've got to make our passion bigger than our setbacks. Yes. Number eight. The eighth thing that might help you destroy you in, in the business. Thank you, Paul. And Paul Schweiler, by the way, check him out. He's another real estate gym member that's cracked a million bucks. First year of opening his business as well. First year of opening his business in Melbourne. There's a good reason to open up a business. He wanted to do things differently and better than where he came from. I remember that. Number eight, the eighth reason. And this is very important. You'll destroy your real estate life if you start dabbling through your own agency. End of story. And I'm not just talking about dabbling out of the trust account. You've got to be an absolute idiot to do that. That gets documented. Think about it. It's a transaction that actually happens on a bank statement. Like you can't not get busted. Don't ever do it. You cannot not get busted. Do you understand? You're going in the minute you take the trust money. It's all over, Red Rover. I'm talking about something else. I'm talking about when you buy real estate through your own agency. Like, think about it. You can go off. Yes, you can go off and disclose. But let me tell you, the minute you disclose, you're basically saying to an owner, I think it's good value. And you know what? All you're doing is asking for trouble. My advice at every conversation I've had with every agent that's ever asked me, there's a property, I want to buy it. I said, look for something else. Look for something else. Keep it separate. Number nine, the ninth reason why you'll destroy your career is like this. You're not going to create yourself a toolkit. Um, let's call it a strategy. Let's call it a philosophy, a methodology to handle stress and anxiety. I'm telling you, it's part of the deal. It's going to be there. We have people that lie to us. We have a gun pointed to our head at the start of the financial year three days ago. And there you look at your, you know, zero accounting software. It says zero, zero. And you got 12 months to go to get the money come in. That's stressful. Stressful to go to a listing that you chase for six months and they give it to someone you hate down the road. It's stressful. It's stressful when a salesperson does something stupid in your office and gets you into trouble. It's stressful when a salesperson you loved and trusted betrays you and goes and works across the road for a competitor. It's stressful, my friends, 
because we deal in the most unpredictable product on the planet, people. And you're going to have to learn how to handle stress. And all I'm going to say to you, just picture a triangle, right? And in that triangle, we have three points. Sleep, exercise, food. Those three things are your foundation platforms to help you have a life that is going to not be just happy every minute of the day, but what it's going to do, it's going to make you real estate fit. You need to be real estate fit to handle this. It's a war out there. Every day you're fighting up against 60 salespeople out there in your marketplace. And what you want to do is to become a bulletproof body and mind. And the three foundations, sleep, eat, and of course, exercise. And you don't do exercise to get ripped. You do exercise to take your stress levels down. And when you do that, you sleep better. And when you sleep better, you've got more energy. So all of a sudden, you become an unshakable player in your marketplace. Guys and girls, I want to thank you again for the most important thing that you can do every Sunday night. Give me your attention. Real estate gym members, so excited. We got some very, very good stuff going into the gym. I'll see you on Tuesday when we're doing that conflict and negotiation seminar. And by the way, jump in and do that listing course. If you haven't done it already, we put in the you know unstoppable listing presentation course. And of course, the 32 ways to get listings. Guys and girls, I'm going to sign off. I want to thank you all. Have a good week. And never forget, you're the problem, you're the solution. Sort yourself out.